Hello, and welcome to the Uncapped Podcast, proudly presented by Roast House Pub, where elevated culinary creations meet a fresh, evolving craft beer selection, making it one of Frederick's unique dining destinations. Hi, everyone. I'm your host, Chris Sands, and this week is going to be a special episode all about Dan's Jams. Well, I, and we'll also get an update on what's going on with Full Tilt Brewing, uh, but we want to get the story, uh, especially anything that makes fun of our one of our guests, Dan Baumiller, I'm sure. Our other guest, Nick Fertig, will uh, tell us plenty of stories that we can laugh at Dan with. So thank you for joining us, gentlemen. Wonderful. Can't wait. Thanks for having us. Um, don't worry. I got one for Nick that he's not going to escape. So. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, so I, I, I don't know where to start out. Do we, do we want to give an overall... Um, how things are going at full tilt first, um, like just full tilt in general, or do we want to cover all the dance jam stories first? So um, I, I'd like to just dive in real fast, just because I did the like the lunch stream or whatever you were calling it, so I can remember what we talked about, and it was like I think it was right when we started delivering. Yeah, and, and beer um, me had just uh, had been out for a few weeks, I think maybe, and then it was. We were full in um, COVID hell. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. It was uh, not not great times. But and I stopped doing those because they it was a pain in the butt. It was a lot of work. Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> I had I had fun being on, and you were nice enough to drop the pod so I could listen to it. Late, see how terrible I was. It was actually more or less laziness happened. Uh, um, but yeah, so I was updating and I was, I was just kind of lamenting on the fact that we couldn't do any concerts, all these things that I had planned and that we were starting to, um, uh, deliver all these different beers and that how Jordan and Nick had come up with this thing called dance jams, making fun of me on like what a stick in the mud I was on how much I just didn't care about sour beers. So I, I think I had brought you like to prowlers of like before it was even packaged or something like that i think so like, yeah yeah and um i was just kind of like you know this this is going to be a thing or you, you know um i thought it would be okay but um i don't it's hard to say like if we made such great beers right then or if we just got lucky for a change and we came out with a good product but like we hit it right in the height of the pandemic and it was like holy crap, you know, everyone's just at home looking for a good beer and we, we dropped them one. And then, you know, so we did the, the two fruited ones and then we did the multi berry and, um, and then we had the gummy worm. Um, like I want to say those were like in early May and it just like the gummy worm absolutely exploded. So really, um, you know, what we've been doing since, um, we had that, that episode, what is we just keep jamming. Um, I'm going to use my, wah, wah, wah. my crappy oh, puns. Damn it. I don't have that channel uh, enabled. <laughs> I even have a sound pad with um, with a sad trombone. And uh, yeah, well, damn it. I didn't jam, turn that on. Jam on, Chris. Um, yeah. So we've been doing that. And then, you know, it, <laughs> <laughs> so it's been, it's I been nice enough. Like we've, you know, Baltimore City opened up and then we closed back down. And then. <laughs> okay i'm done i have to have someone follow me around 24 7 with that um you know we we opened up we closed back down um we opened back up but we had max 25 people in the tap room like what are you going to do with that um you know so now we're back at 50 percent um 
And, uh, you know, we're starting to operate somewhat systems normal um, other than or situation normal. I know I'm sure you can uh, correct me on that, Chris. Um, but yeah, but uh, the dance jams has really taken off since. I think, um, <clears throat> I mean, they were, I liked them from the very beginning, but I feel like it was um, gummy worms when it really took off. Like that's when I, I think a lot more people took notice. Yeah, I, I think you're 100% right. And the funniest part of it is, is the whole thing starts because these guys are making fun of me on that I that I'm really just not in the sours and I don't get them. It's not that like I hate them. It's just that I have a sip or I have a half of one and I'm just like, yeah, okay, that was good. But just give me a, re a regular beer. And um, so then they tell me that they're making gummy worm, sour gummy worms. And I just, I roll my eyes and I'm just like, okay, sure, if you say so. And, um, and then I had the tester and it tasted exactly like gummy worms. And then I had it off the tank and they're like, this tastes exactly like gummy worms. And I just remember it like, I guess people like thinking, I guess people want this. Like, I just didn't get it, which is the whole point, right? Like, people, I don't get it. People do. <laughs> it turns out. Yeah, they do. So, so what, um, what is the, the capacity now that people can i know we're in phase three but i don't know what that means and is baltimore still like doing something different than the rest of the state or are you guys in line with everyone like so i'll be so right now first first question 103 people is our our number now our our capacity is 206 uh but to be honest with a lot of the stuff we have in there with some barrels and some arcade games which we can't use anymore because you're not supposed to stand up you have to be seated um, we end up right now, there's about 85 um, seats at tables in the tap room currently. Um, and I, I, Dan was there, so he can speak to this a little better than I can um, yesterday. And uh, apparently the tap room was pretty full at that point for the Ravens game, which is pretty cool. Um, and to be honest, I mean, we weren't really you know, seating full like or 50% capacity before all this anyway. On like a Wednesday night, we weren't sitting there, but... Uh, it does make a really big difference between a cap of 25 people to fit uh, 50%, which is 103 yeah. people. Uh, like last, I think the first time we really felt that pain was last Friday. Um, right um, now, now, two Fridays ago, they actually had to start turning people away because we had our 25 people and we have an entire open tap room. And uh, on top of that, we had to, had to close at 10 PM and it's that, that was pretty harmful to our product for a little bit. And, uh, Definitely some lost money, but it, you know it is what it is. It was frustrating to see the surrounding counties be able to go further, but at the same time, you know, do we really want to push it too far? You know, we don't want people getting sick, and we don't want to all this. So we just followed the rules, and and to be honest, I don't even fully know where the rest of the state is right now. I don't. I know that they're in phase three. I to be honest, I don't know what that means. We're just kind of focused. I don't think, I don't think anyone does that. anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, 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 I watched some of the last update, but to be honest, we're just focused on what we can do and yeah. how we can continue to operate, but still be safe. So, uh, I think you asked some other things, other things in there too, but I forgot. Um, it was just whether was because I know for a little while, uh, Baltimore was shut down more than the rest of the state was. Has that? gone away or is baltimore still more well, strict so, than the rest of the state i think we're, we're pretty much caught up now okay. uh there might be a small change somewhere because I, I know when larry hogan came out and announced um phase three 
uh, Mayor Jack Young said, you know, we're still in a pandemic. We're not even going until phase two yet until next week, which is now last week. So I, I think so we're still a little behind, but we're the way it is right now is a, a huge improvement over 25 people. So we're, we're this 50 percent number is what we are hoping to get to, like kind of this whole time. Yeah. So we, we, can, we can make this work. Nick and I are guilty of of only knowing what we need to know. <laughs> um, is really what he's getting at because yeah. he, he doesn't know because he doesn't have to. Yeah, right. Um, it's true, it's true. We have so much going on a lot of times. And like, if I, I'll, I'll get to that when we get to that. You know? Well, and yeah. it's everything's so over like all over the place. If it doesn't directly apply to you, it's next to impossible to keep track of. Right. Yeah, I, I think phase three, I think I saw that it's 75% of your capacity. Um, but I think it's still seated and it's still you wear a mask when you're. Um, yeah, when you're that, not at your table. So for us, um, if you're actually like respecting the social distancing guidelines, um, you, you know, 103 people is really the most. I don't even know if we could hit that number and like be responsible from a social distancing um, standpoint. Yeah. So that's the other reason why we don't care is just because until you tell us that life's normal and you can crowd a bar and stand around and, you know, bro out with your friends or whatever you want to do. Yeah, you, um, you can't really let more people in anyway. Yeah, it's just we, we kind of don't care from that standpoint. I mean, we want this all to end, obviously. Is, you know, we want to snap our fingers and it all go away like some terrible dream. Has um, Have you had any trouble with people fighting you on mask policies or has everyone been respectful of that? No, that's one. Like we're, we have a, a pretty tight knit um, circle of regulars and and people we see all the time and everybody around that neighborhood is, is wonderful. Uh, so everybody gets it. Um, really no issues. It's been pretty, pretty great. Yeah. We, I mean, we have a, um, we, we have a pretty liberal, um, community, um, liberal and educated or, you, you know, not politically, but, um, out, out by me, like in Carroll County, I've heard horror stories of people, you, you know, talking about people's mothers and, God knows because they ask you to wear a mask. So I mean, yeah, this, there's there's no shortage of videos of someone screaming at people that had told them right. that they needed to wear a mask to enter, as if it was a shock that that was going to happen. Right. <laughs> well, those people I think were geared up for a battle, knowing yeah. it was coming, and they were just ready to rock on it. But yeah. Yeah, we haven't had any of those issues at all. We've been pretty fortunate. That's good. Sure. Yeah. That's that's always one of, like the people working at a restaurant or a brewery or a bar, they don't need to deal with that crap. They're just <laughs> like, just trying to live their life and make a living. Right. <laughs> yeah. So what, um, what kind of release schedule are you guys on now? Uh, do you follow like a fairly, like a regular interval? Um, if I paid close attention, I would know the answer to that, but you wouldn't. Okay. Great. So there isn't one. <laughs> We try, we, we, we really do, but then certain things will happen, which kind of throws our schedule off. Yeah. The, uh, this past week we had, we ordered some yeast last week and the yeast that we didn't think were, was coming in came in and the yeast that we needed didn't come in until, you know, so it kind of throws everything off. And we're trying to get to a point where we can regularly have a couple beers every couple weeks. Um, that's not the case this time around. We actually have a lot of beers coming out um, in October um, I believe it's October 14th is the goal now. We're releasing a handful of beers, um, a pumpkin, a Marzen, uh, uh, maybe a Saison in there, um, and a couple more Dan's Jams. Uh, we can talk about those a little bit more in a little bit. 
And then October 28th, right before Halloween hits, uh, a couple more dance jams and a, uh, a, a the newest Hops of Cat. And there could be one, one of those could change depending. One could go to the 14th or the 28th, but uh, we have a bunch of beers coming out in the next few weeks. So, and, and October 28th, not just any kind of dance jams, candy dance jams. <laughs> yep. <laughs> The um, you said new hops a cat. So is it just you're releasing uh, no, it, or is it... yeah? Oh, sorry, okay. yeah. Now we're not we're not we, we I'll I'll put it out there. Jordan, ever since he came on board about a year ago, almost a year ago now, he's been trying and begging us to tweak that hops a cat recipe, and and uh, I think he is making little changes along the way, and it's it's becoming a pretty nice product. Not that it wasn't already, but he's making it. Something that was, you know, kind of a um, modernizing it a little bit, shit, but he's yeah, modernize it and make it just a little next level compared to what it was, which is kind of like a, a nice placeholder IPA. He's, it's so we still want it to be that we still want it to be full tilt go to IPA, but next next tier almost if, if that makes any sense. I really well, like- Jordan and I Jordan and I were drinking um, Heady Topper that he brought back from his New England trip, and that in no way tasted like the first Heady Toppers that I've ever had. So, I mean, if you want to say that, you know, if they can change that or tweak that recipe, how, I don't see why we can't. How to change? Because like, I remember having it in the past, but I haven't had it in a, a good year, year and a half. What, 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 do you th- what do you say would change? It just had like a little, little more bite to it. And um, it was really citra forward. I don't, I don't know if it's always been like that, or maybe they're just getting a better hop crop since they're, you know, they have more clout um, probably, but I don't know, it just it tasted different. But, um, and I was going to say, when you're asking about the set schedule, um, we're so, you know, we're so small and we have such limited space. Like when I'm talking like storage space, you show up at full tilt and you're, you know, you're at the bar and you look over your shoulder and then there's pallets of cans or there's pallets of empty cans. And, you know, it, it's just a working factory. We, we only have so much. And, um, and then we only have so much funding. You know what I mean? If you, if you had a huge space and you had deep pockets, you wouldn't miss deadlines, but people that don't have a lot of space and don't have a lot of cash, uh, grind it out and miss deadlines like we do. So speaking of that though, that's one more release that I forgot about. Um, we've had a barley wine aging for a while now. Um, so it's going to be called Ichiwama, which in, uh, Ewok is wow. So that <laughs> have a, it's, it's a lighter edge of it. It's a 10% barley wine. So more approachable than, you know, 13, 14, 18, it might be. But uh, that one should be – it'll be one of the two, the 14th or the 28th. Yeah. Chris, I'm sitting here in a Willy Wonka hat and um, and coat, and Nick is speaking uh, Ewok. So <laughs> we're pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. You are two people to look up to. Well, I'm, I'm actually a little upset now because Dan pops in with the, the Wonka outfit. I have my Oompa outfit in the car, and he didn't let me know ahead of time that I should dress up for this. Well, I mean, your dignity. I guess we, and I guess we kind of would have thought that was just a given. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. And, um, we're going to take a real quick uh, break to thank our sponsors. I need to grab another beer. Um, then, then I think then we'll we'll start digging into the dance jam stories because I think one thing that maybe a lot of people don't know is that every can has what well, kind of an Easter egg and a story behind them on the upper left hand corner of the, um, of the label. 
so we have well, 11 stories to go through now so <laughs> we got some, we got some work ahead of us uh, so we'll, we will be right back Uncapped is brought to you by one of Frederick's original Maryland craft beer destinations, located off of Urbana Pike, featuring a warm, inviting atmosphere and knowledgeable staff serving up fresh, locally sourced culinary creations and unique craft beers on tap. Open seven days a week, our friends at Roast House Pub invite you to enjoy a casual lunch, happy hour specials, delicious dinners, and specialty desserts. Follow them on social media to keep up to date on their monthly beer dinners, mom's spaghetti dinner battles, and what beer is being featured for Buck Above Monday? Idiom Brewing Company proudly offers a delicious variety of beers to satisfy the most discerning tastes. Best known for their wide array of IPAs, delicious fruited sours, and robust porters and stouts, Idiom has a simple goal in mind, to bring people from all walks of life together, to enjoy themselves and each other. Whether you're a hophead looking for explosively juicy IPAs, are one of the adventurous few looking to try boozy, sour, or complex flavors, or just looking to enjoy classic styles and seasonal favorites, they'll have a little something for you. Idiom Brewing Company is located in downtown Frederick, just south of the intersection of East Street and East Patrick Street, with ample seating directly on Carroll Creek. So it's a, it's actually a shame. If I would have thought this through, I could have um, taken a photo of each corner picture so that we could uh, like i could have put it up although i mean the vast majority of people listen to this and not watch the video so it's kind of, <laughs> it really wouldn't do much for those well, uh to be honest the, the biggest thing is going to be i need to be reminded what we put in each one there's been like you said so many now that i, I don't even recall um i i have uh the album like right next to me like i can oh, cool. like you just be like Hey, Dan, um, you know, <laughs> explain your mockery on these cans. <laughs> so, are we live? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're, I mean, we're not live, but but we are back from the commercial break. <laughs> we use a little heads up. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I said we're back. And I'm so. glad we didn't say anything weird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I sound like an idiot, but that, what else is new? <laughs> Okay, so so yeah, we'll we'll just dive straight in. I, I'm either blushing or the alcohol is getting to me. Um, so I, I what, did um, I did take an updated photo today that I didn't send to you guys yet. Oh so that, yeah, does that oh, man. does that show up for you? Yeah, that is beautiful. That's awesome. So, yeah, oh. I mean, Chris is not a good radio host, so I'll explain it to you. But he took a picture of stacked up all of the um, dance jams we've ever made in his little studio. It looks incredible. You should probably follow at Uncapped on Instagram to see this and more. U-N-A, wait, no, U-N-C-A-P-P-D. Because some yeah. jerk wanted a bunch of money for Uncapped with an E. And it doesn't even use it. hate that person. Wow. I, I actually knew that when I was saying it, but I, I wanted to leave you alone. Oh. So or did just we search, start? Just search on Instagram for Uncapped Chris, and you will definitely find it. Um, did we did we crack our sands jams yet? I didn't. I'm drinking um, Plum Diddlyumptious because I had a crappy day, and it is nine percent, nine percent, or whatever Dude, it is. Doesn't it, doesn't it taste like you're you just bit into a like a tart plum? Like, it's it's man. really good. It's I don't know. It's got a lot of flavors. 
Well, I'm drinking Sans Jams. I don't know if you heard of this guy. It's on a label. It's He's all right. Douchebag. But <laughs> he sucks. He sucks so bad that I'm not drinking that one. I'm drinking Hops 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 with this guy. <laughs> He's trying to get. You. He's trying to get there even quicker. <laughs> but, I don't, um, I think I have that in my upstairs fridge. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I should have drank. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, we're we're gonna come back to that in one second. Um, is that? I listen to too many of Chris's shows, so it's like I, I want to bully him some. But, yeah, we'll rip off the Dance Jams mockery. So not not all of these are um, completely unique to me. Like, we all have our struggles, but it's just either things I hate, things that have happened to me, things that bother me. But I'll, I'll try to rip through quick. No, you don't have to, a, we don't have to get – so, well, first, uh, what order are you going in? Or was this just a random, randomized order of stream of consciousness? Are we are we in release order? Yeah, we'll be in release order. Okay. So you have my lawnmower. I'm not sure why they put that there, but I mow. Uh, I used to do that as a business for like 12, 15 years, and I have five and a half acres of grass to cut. Um, I mean, I just assumed that because you're always talking about cutting grass. <laughs> that's all I do. He is the yard man. It's one of his many monikers. Is mm-hmm. yard, so. Before I was the candy Dan, I was the yard man. <laughs> um. There is a saw and a branch and a kite because I was telling them the story that my daughter was all upset. She got her kite stuck up in a tree and I climbed up to go get it. And like when you get up there, you're way higher than you ever imagined. I think I was like 30 feet up and um, I ended up having to just saw the branch and I was just like, I'm not ready to die for like a $20 Walmart kite. <laughs> so they they put can jam like which if you don't know is that um game where you throw the frisbee into yeah, a yeah. Uh, cylinder i don't like throwing frisbee because um, he sucks at it like to be clear it's because he's not good at it <laughs> I, I mean, yeah oh, i'm at a loss for words i just don't i yeah i'm not great at it but i don't care to get good at it it's like i i grew up throwing football and a baseball and and i feel like that's how you throw a ball Oh wait! You need to frisbee. Actually, we need to rewind back. So you you need to tell which, which do you do you have which? Okay, the first lawnmower lawnmower was on pomegranate and boysenberry. Okay. Um, the kite was on blackcurrant and blackberry. Um, the can jam is on multiberry. Uh, where I call it that blueberry, blackberry, boysenberry, and raspberry. Um. Okay. Then we hit our our star, our breakout um, edition. Um, Sour Gummy um, is a screen door. Nick loves this one. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> because I I never owned a pool in my you know in my life. Um, you know I went to like the town pool, and um, I bought this house uh, back in 2012, and it's got this big hillbilly above ground pool, biggest biggest <laughs> you can buy, 48 feet long. And um, I was working on like getting all the uh, chemical levels right. And like we were having people over and Nick was over early with me. We were just hanging out and I'm trying to get the pool clean. And there's just gnats all throughout the pool. And I had like a screen door or like a window. I, I think really what it is is like a um, window liner or whatever. A win- window yeah, it, was a door. it was a whole door. I think it was a window screen, but it's the, the window screen is the size of a door. I forget a lot of things. I will not forget one of this moment. It's one of the ones that will stick with me forever. It was an entire <laughs> door, which is why it was so hilarious. Well, regardless, it's redneck as all get out. Um, I, you know, no getting around it. But 
it worked better than any pool net you could ever do. It took like a couple of minutes of me walking around. They were all gone. Well, he didn't really say what you did. He was basically holding this door because it was a door. <laughs> like half in the water, half out of the water, walking around his four-foot pool, sucking up all the mats. And to be honest, it worked really well. It just looked absurd. <laughs> you, may have, you may have just invented a better way to skim a pool. <laughs> yeah, I think so. As long as you can walk around in said pool. Uh, just, yeah, I, I invented the giant pool skimmer. <laughs> Um, okay, now we're headed over to Dan Sham's Bruised Peach Cobbler, Peach Cobbler Sour. Um, a delicious beer. It, it was only made possible by during the pandemic, I was starting to take on some projects and um, I was hanging some garage storage and I was having a lot of trouble. I was sweating and I was frustrated on how like the, the studs like changed direction in this freaking garage. And um, so I started hurrying around and I fell and landed straight on my rear end on top of a, uh, a propane tank. Oh my God. Um, and it hurts so bad. Like I think Lindsay, my wife was in the garage and like, just she didn't even want to look at me because she knew like I was going to be furious. Does it hurt? Does it hurt as bad as you were a mat? You would imagine or even worse. Cause like, it's like, it just sounds horrendous. About the same. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I kept going. Like it didn't finish. Like we finished the job. Uh, not so. all. Not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Purple trench coats. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> the candy Dan. Um. So moving on to banana hammock. Uh. Banana cream pie sour. Uh. About as good as a banana sour can be because bananas aren't really tart or sour. Um, but I think Jordan did a great job with it. Nonetheless, there's a, um, there's a groundhog mocking me, um, because I have, I have a lot of land and, um, the groundhogs like to get into stuff and make Show holes off. in my yard. Ooh, so. I got a little land and a pool and a pool. Uh, <laughs> it's, you know, it's in Carroll County. It's not, <laughs> not the luxurious, uh, DC suburbs of most of your listeners. I'll, I'll put this out there. We're not, we're not done yet with that groundhog on these labels. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know what i i love uh in cobra kai when they oh. when they first meet that dude at the grocery store and he's talking about caddyshack and he does an <laughs> imitation of the he was so good at it <laughs> oh, See, yeah. that scene was amazing and thank yeah. you for encouraging me to watch cobra kai because <laughs> you're, you're welcome it is so horrible but it's so amazing there's nothing horrible about that show oh it's horrible no. but it's so amazing <laughs> did you see the last episode of the second season yet yeah yeah we finished it that fight scene was amazing yeah, that, no, yeah no spoiler half, half episode fight scene was amazing all right, all right so, so I'll, wait of real quick though of, of those two releases i didn't think that the banana cream would be good in my mind that was going to be disgusting and the peach would be like by far and away better the peach was good but the banana cream was amazing i'll be honest i i thought they I don't know each of these. I wouldn't, I don't know that I would sign off necessarily if I was like, ah, that's going to be, that's not going to be good. The banana I thought was going to be good from the start, but that being said, it was, it exceeded my expectations that like Dan put it, it's, it's not a tart or a sour kind of fruit. And for it to come out like it did was, was just, it was awesome. We were, we, we couldn't have been happier with that one. Well, let's talk about that. We used, um, on when we first started, we used two or three no, no, times no. the amount 
Uh, actually, What's yeah, that? go ahead. I was gonna say no. We gotta go back to the stories, but you might as well. Uh, I would, it no, makes, I'll, I'll, it may, I'll rip it, it off. Fast. Yeah, it makes more sense to tell or, us now. <laughs> yeah, we used two or three times the amount of banana that we used in go in um, go banana, which is like a hefe that we actually put bananas into, um, just because it made hefe more interesting and Jordan want wanted to. But then we we tasted it. And we're like, I don't get enough banana. And then we like about doubled that up and like. You know, still some people are like, I don't get banana, but I mean, at a certain point, if, you know, we should just stuff a banana into a can, <laughs> you know, because that's all you can do. Well, at that point, you just ask the person, are you able to taste banana? Do you have COVID? Can you taste yeah. anything? No. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Well, so then we did um, BAMS Jams in honor of the Brewers Association of Maryland. Um, we talked about that a lot on social media, but never on the show. Um, we put Kevin Addicts, um, you know, what, what's he, the, uh, the director of executive Rome. director of BAM. Yeah. Um, we put Kevin on the, uh, you know, everyone knows he's the man. Um, we put him in a unicorn floaty. Um, and we looked through his Facebook profile and he had this one picture, like making this dumb face with like his, uh, <laughs> hi, my name's Kevin tag. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> And um, so, like, of course, we used that one. All right, so maybe real, it wasn't a dumb face, but it's just funny that someone has a, like, "Hi, my name's Kevin." So, um, for that label, do you, so when you send them to which I th- we should probably we need to give Scott or um, Philip Phil Pilgrim Phil Pilgrim a shout out because he does an amazing job on the cans uh, at Art and Ale on uh, Instagram. So did you tell him that you wanted him in a unit? Like whose idea was the unicorn floaty? Did you tell him that or did he decide to put him in a unicorn floaty or? We told him that, but I, I honestly, it, these, we sit down a lot of times we think about these beers we're drinking and we're talking about, Hey, what's ridiculous. Let's do that. So it's, it's hard to like place where exactly or how yeah. it came to be. But I, I think that was, that was one of the earlier things we agreed on before like i think even the ingredients we just he needs to be in a unicorn floaty <laughs> i mean I, like that made the label like i don't think the label like it probably would have still been cool but that made it just awesome <laughs> yeah and then philip again we just we can't so we started with philip a while back now we've done a, just a bunch of beers with him and uh we were kind of toying around with some other artists and we're doing him our like our standard format guy artist and this other guy and it's just more and more we're looking at these labels and we're like we don't need anything else like this this kind of is full tilt at this point and you know every once in a while like the um the patterson pumpkins coming out and our Oktoberfest coming out those are kind of like core if you will call them that so they fit our core branding but other than that man i, I we just we love what philip's doing so we're going to keep throwing stuff his way and he's just killing it for us wait till you see the the ichiwama label the barley wine it's it's, it's awesome <laughs> Yeah. Well, so I was looking, I, I never thought about this until now, but there's really no mockery in BAM's jams aside from the, the blatant disrespect of where we took brew for BAM and we spray painted over it BAM's jams. Um, I, th- because I, it's, I thought that was the perfect way of doing that, though. Yeah. And, and I guess you could say Kevin's being mocked by being in a unicorn floaty <laughs> with this big, stupid grin and the high my yeah. name is. <laughs> yeah exactly but i still then, need one of those stickers oh yeah we have a bunch and they look awesome so we will get you one um 
But then we hit our, our very special friend here, Sans Jams. <laughs> um, so the mockery up in the corner is just IT equipment, which I guess is, I assume Chris, you know, records all these podcasts. Well, yeah, that's more run like into record. a lot of IT equipment. There's what also a bottle of whiskey up there, if you, if you didn't notice I, that. Wait, wait, what kind, is it specifically a type of whiskey? I don't think the, the specific type made it on the label. I, okay. I could be wrong. Uh, it's definitely McClintock. No, they sponsor sometimes. They, they, they are they are a sponsor. Good job. Um, no, it, uh, someone pointed out to me that it's like a very specific bottle. Like it's it's a certain time of whiskey, but well, I can't remember what I, it is. I from I was like stalking through your Facebook um, photos or whatever, looking for like equipment, and there was this one where there was a bottle of whiskey. So I'd have to look back on that and compare oh, it to the label. He, Philip might have just kind of base it off of that he, he could have I, oh to be honest, then it probably it probably would have been mcclintock whiskey oh well there you go nice <laughs> i heard it's the best um, it is, I heard it is good somewhere especially the but, hop the hopped one even though you didn't like it Ooh, i thought i, I it could have been in my head oh, God, <laughs> it could have been in my head but i swear i tasted the chocolate malt well, and no, you I, have you one hundred percent did. So, I mean, it's a valid, uh, it's a preference. You don't like, you didn't like the chocolatey taste, which was there. Yeah, it's 100% I'm being my Dan's jams self. I wanted just straight whiskey, <laughs> <laughs> or like hops would have been cool. But anyway, I want that non-chocolate uh, grain version. But so, look, <laughs> I'm, I'm not done here with Sans jams. Um, there is some blatant mockery on here. And the one shoot, we're not going to go back. You y'all are going to have to go looking through these labels because they put me, you know, it started off with Pearl Jam um, shirts wow. because everyone knows I love Pearl Jam. And then I think they dropped me in like Foo Fighters um, t shirts and a couple other bands that like I actually like to listen to. Oh, and, yeah. um, actually, no. Let's let's take a real quick. Let's take one more sponsor break and let's get into this because I feel like this is going to drag on a little <laughs> bit more of making fun of you and, and there will be there will be little, there'll be a little bit more to this. So um, let's take a quick break. I will try to make it a little bit more clear to you that we're back to <laughs> to the show. Um so I know that was that's an issue for you, um, but we will be right back. <laughs> the Uncapped Podcast is brought to you by District East. A lot of Friday and Saturday afternoons, you'll find me at District East for their weekly beer tastings. District East is part of the local beer community, and they get limited releases and exclusive beers that are hard to find anyplace else. This is why I chose District East for the release of my collaboration beers. One of my favorite things to do at District East is building a custom six-pack. With over 900 beers on their shelves and new beers every week, District East is a great place to find beers I love and to discover new and hard-to-find ones. They also have eight beers on tap for crowler and growler fills, and they have kegs to go. District East is located on Northeast Street in Frederick, in the same shopping center as Family Mill and Rockwell Brewery. You can find today's beer lists on the District East Facebook page or at www.districteast.beer. I'm excited to announce our newest sponsor, Vanish Farmwoods Brewery. Vanish is a brewery and entertainment complex located on a 62-acre hops and apple farm in Luckett's, Virginia, just 20 minutes from Frederick, Maryland and Leesburg, Virginia. With over 20 beers on tap, a selection of wines and ciders, along with multiple food options, there is something for everyone. Vanish has live music on Saturdays and Sundays and a wide variety of special events. 
Go to VanishBeer.com for information on everything they have to offer. Okay, Dan. We are now back to the episode. <laughs> Talk real slowly so that I can understand. I, I did. <laughs> Does that mean we're live or we're just recording? Well, we're not live, <laughs> okay. um, which, I, which I mean, that is the sub name. Oh, damn it. We're doing it live. There it is. It cleared up. Yeah. Well, it's because this camera, this camera um, tries its hardest to focus on any faces it sees. Mm-hmm. Um, so the subtitle for Sans Jams is doing it live. We just wanted to make this title as long as possible. Sans Jams, doing it live, pineapple, mango, crisp, sour, brewed with pineapple, mango, vanilla, and cinnamon. <laughs> it's a good thing you don't have to pay by the the syllable when you're... <laughs> <laughs> So these, these things are kind of evolving as we go. They, they, the first few that came out, besides the gummy worms, it was just like, it was dance jams and then the ingredients. And then Jordan, I, I agree with this. And I like this. It's fun. He, he says like, all right, let's do the ingredients, but let's also do a subtitle. Let's like let's call it something. And I think we can, we're starting to have some fun with that. And then you're just going to see some things like in the, um, um, the nerds you'll see, or the geeks, whatever, You'll see Dan actually has glasses on in those too, and the glass part of the glasses are reflective, like the metallic print. Yeah. So little things we keep like toying with and adding as we go, and I think it's going to evolve in, into something pretty cool. Well, all right. So, so, d- so Dan, yeah, on we'll Sands, on Sands Jams, uh, what what is the what's the thing on there that's mocking you? So they dropped me <laughs> into a shirt with a Nickelback album cover on it and i have a complicated history with these guys and, and, and it's and not Nick- complicated it's pretty straightforward dan's like the biggest nickelback apologist i've ever met for the weirdest I, reasons i thought you were just gonna go straight in and he's the biggest fan <laughs> i said everybody everybody in 1999 or whatever year it was like this is how you remind me or whatever the title is but you, you all know the song the, their very first single but then after that, they got overplayed and everyone got sick of them, um, you know, and they've become a meme. But I, I don't know the order of things, but I think we met Jeff um, Chenault, like our OG label guy. That, he's still a label guy, to be fair. He, like, he's the guy that does all, all our like final formatting. The guy still crushes it for us. Yeah, and, and he's an investor. He's like our general d- design um, guy, like that, he drops all the government warnings and everything on our all our labels, right, Nick? Yeah, yeah, that, and he'll add the borders, and and mm-hmm. he's, he did like the the October Fest, the Sniss and Giggle beer we have coming out. He did that whole thing, so he he does a lot for us, though. And well, general kind of consulting, like we're like, all right, we we need to market something. Let's let's talk to Jeff. Sounds yeah, and let's so plug good. him. It's um eleven oh seven dot com um or eleven oh seven creative. Look him up. And um, you'll see on there all of his various artworks that he's uh, performed. And on, you know, of his many works, he did three album covers and 10 music videos for one Nickelback. And, uh, you know, he's done cool bands. Like, I think Slip, Slipknot, you know, harder bands. Are you trying band. to say Nickelback isn't cool? Well, it would appear that people, it would appear that people like to rag on them. It, it's not in vogue. Man, he's just right in that one. I can't remember the two songs. Um, maybe you will remember because there's you're such a fan. He definitely um, remember. I will know. There were Go the ahead. two. There were the two Nickelback songs that are basically the same exact song. 
that's all the songs. There's not two. Well, but no, there were two that are like note for note, almost identical. And yeah, there's a radio station in Pittsburgh that on their website had both like videos playing at the same time. And all you could tell a difference on were the lyrics and the lyrics were pretty damn close to the same too. And just with the big heading, do you really think we wouldn't notice? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's part of the problem is the general population probably didn't notice. And they were just like, all right, this is pop rock. This is what we have to listen to now. <laughs> well, they were. <laughs> they did hit the news again. You know, we'll be real careful with this one. But like that, that song Photograph, which is basically at the height of like when they were getting on people's nerves and getting too much airplay. The, the only thing good about Photograph is that amazing um video about instagram that's a parody of photograph that and the general memes you know what i mean you just it's just a meme maker but i want to say trump's camp even like dove in on that um on biden and it's just like you're hit the ultimate because like jeff recorded that video and um i'm pretty sure jeff's not a big fan of donald j trump uh at all (laughs) but it's even still like him and the guys from the band are like you believe like this attention we're getting this morning um that part's pretty cool regardless of what, what a, i wonder i wonder how they feel about being universally mocked i, I, mean, I how, don't think they care how could you so every like, time they look at their bank accounts they probably don't care right and that's like the end of the conversation there i i think probably to their pride they're like oh man this sucks they're getting like hammered i probably at first i feel like it happened pretty quickly and at first, they were probably like, this sucks, and I hate all of you. But then again, they checked their bank account, and they're like, you know what? We're all right. That's um, one. I'm a, I, I, I don't think it's a super big surprise to people. I'm a huge Kevin Smith fan. Um, and one of the outtakes on the Chasing Amy, or no. Yeah, Chasing Amy DVD is their... Um, the, the two lead characters are at a comic book shop and they're buying the second issue of their comic after like the first one was real popular and they go out to check out and Steve, Dave or Dan, damn it. No, how can I not remember? Well, anyway, the clerks are there and the, what they sit like they start just laying into them about how bad the new comic is. And it's almost a word for word review of mall rats that someone left about mall rats. So they go outside the, um, the store and throw a brick through the front window. And he's like, call the cops. He's like, well, no, there's a, there's a blank check on it. It says, PS I'm rich asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's, that sums it up. But it, so I go back to Jeff real quick and his relationship to Nickelback. So he did, he did have a lot to do with Nickelback. He did a lot of stuff. Here's where I think they made their fatal mistake, probably one of many. But they signed on with Roadrunner Records, who at the time was a very heavy metal, hard rock driven record label. And then you get Nickelback signed up on them. And then you, they start pouring all these resources into it. So the, the heavy metal, hard rock community starts like getting all over their case, obviously. And uh, oh, so they they started the criticism of them, and then I, it just kind of piled on to I the general to public. Look back and like research whatever, but I, I think that honestly had a large large part of it. But I mean, 
really the hard rock heavy metal community is not nearly as big as the general pop rock community. Uh, you know, I, I don't know how one blends into the other in terms of whatever, but I, I think it didn't help them to sign on to a, a hard rock label. Yeah. Well, Dan, you probably think this is a travesty, um, but they've only ever won a SOCAN International Achievement Award. What does that mean? I, I don't know. I'm going no. to I'm going to guess it's kind of like um, was that Southern Cancun? Un, so- un, I don't know. Un, <laughs> un, like Uncapped Magazine won uh, um, MDDC Press Association Award. I'm going to bet it's on the same. Pe- <laughs> the, I think <laughs> aren't they from Canada? Yeah, they're Canadian. Yeah, they're Canadian. So, Southern Canada, maybe. Are you saying that they never won a Grammy? Yeah, because I I was. I, I would that's I mean that's basically what I was looking up I, like, yeah, I, I, like I, I have no idea I, I like I'm not a real fan but but what back to back to the point I do I hate Nickelback jokes it's the most it's the most lazy like corny like slam that something you know oh we serve Nickelback you know they serve Nickelback next door it, it, it just I don't know I can't even put my thoughts together they it's were a, nominated like, for six Grammys of course they were yeah. <laughs> the greatest band of all time. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I just, I think those Nickelback jokes are lazy. I'm like, why can't you make fun of somebody else that sucks? Like uh, Maroon five or Pitbull or I don't know. Any number of bands. Mr. Worldwide is amazing. <laughs> People make fun of them as well. I think, I think Nickelback is, is the bigger target for that because they suck even more. The problem is, it, so they suck. It's relative when you terms of talent. I, they they probably are talented. They can play the notes that they're told they're they're supposed supposed to play. I don't they, think they're playing any of those notes. They I won two MTV Music Awards, Nick. That's pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie, but MTV also sucks now. So what does that say about them? They did not win the Nickelodeon Kids Choice Award that they were nominated for, though. That's surprising. Those kids don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this this plot, yeah, this episode is going to go on like seven hours. Now Dan's kids, they would have voted for him. I don't think they know any Nickelback songs. To be fair, yeah, right. They, yeah, right, like didn't know they were Canadian. Like he, Dan knows all about them. My kids, my kids are Weezer fans now. <laughs> this, my daughter joined a band with the uh, Frederick School of Rock, or I, I, it's—I don't think that's the exact name, but like one of those types of things. And their their song that they're practicing is um, Buddy Holly. That's awesome. So there's so a lot of bands wearing weird. Like, is a real thing, like yeah. around, around the country. So it probably is. Yeah. And Dan is wearing Weezer shirts in the. Uh, the nerds i know i point i pointed that out to my daughter when i brought them home and she thought it was awesome yeah like a force like a segue into like let's stop talking about nickelback now it's a transition yeah Yeah. it was a transition onto uh tropical punch sour uh dan stan's geeks which is uh it looks like some something that resembles nerds the red nerds with some blue nerds sprinkled in and um and there's uh back to the mocking there's a grain barrel um, that's spilled out and it says Benning House Road. Um, Benning houses are the road that our loading dock is on. And I'm the one that lives in Carroll County and has in-laws that own a cattle farm. So I'm the one that gets stuck with driving the grains pretty much all the time. Can you and, give me um, some good beef? Uh, 
if we plan really well because okay. i i don't even get as much as i'd like my, it's kind of frustrating my grandfather had a farm as a hobby and it was basically just to raise cattle to eat um yeah so we i mean would, that's almost a farming joke in itself that it's all a hobby because you really can't make any money doing it um but in, unless you got big money um there for a second (laughs) (laughs) yeah no but so anyway anyway um you got benninghouse road sign on there there is one story in particular where we spilled the grain barrel in my truck bed we spilled it on the um the road and i jumped off the truck bed and i land i landed on my feet and they just went straight out from under me and i landed straight on my back uh, my head and just like completely starfished out into the road thankfully no one was watching but my God, did that hurt? Man, so I, I wish I have, you had security cameras that pointed in that direction. Ooh, we do, but we don't actually, know what you say. Yeah, <laughs> actually, we could figure this out. Our landlord does have security cameras that point right that You'll way. You'll never find out when. Yeah. Uh, so Dan says. I like. All right. I just. I, I just added a task to myself. Let's <laughs> we'll see about yes. that one. So, one other thing like uh so i i want to say i wasn't there for this one i i will say i think i've actually spilled more grains than dan has so i will admit that in that same road but the one tumble that probably resembled how he went down here was back years ago when i was stationed uh up north in the navy and dan and our other cousin mick dan would come up and visit me and we would go snowboarding and i saw dan I, I don't even know how to describe the fall. He went down, going down the mountain and hit his head. Like it was head for backflip head first. Boom. He came up like a champ and so went down the mountain. But I, that's how I imagine he slipped and fell on this, on this pile of grains <laughs> on the betting house. It was, it was probably amazing. A real side. It's quick... not as bad as that. My head was bleeding on that time. You're talking about that was terrible. <laughs> I, I was much younger. and Didn't care. Um, <laughs> back to um, sands jams with you wearing the nickelback. Uh, shirt real yes. quick this just keeps getting better and better the the, well, the, the beer part or no, the, or well the beer. yeah the nickelback part yeah, um okay. but the beer itself i haven't i haven't had one i think it's probably in about two weeks now i had i drank a bunch of them while i was um camping but it it, it just keeps getting better that's the most positive review Nickelback's gotten since 2004, and they didn't even do this. Beer. <laughs> <laughs> but th- this beer. Uh, one more thing. Jeff filmed um, the music video Rockstar within the uh, Playboy oh. Mansion gr- Grotto. So that's a thing that Jeff Chenault has done, and nobody else listening to this uh, this podcast did. So He also yeah. had a part of Killswitch Engage's Holy Diver cover. So that, that was, I think, a little bit cooler maybe. Did Jeff ever film the Candy Dan? Not yet. Well, so what's Jeff done with his life? (laughs) Excellent. Excellent point. (laughs) I'm sorry. I got got off and filmed meet the Candy Dan. (laughs) Yeah, it definitely hasn't. So, but yeah, but yeah, uh, I mean, Sam's jams, like Chris, I I listened to all of his episodes for real um, because I have all this grass to cut. So not because they're I any know. good. <laughs> no, they're great. But I, I like hearing about you know the local beer scene, and Chris does a great job on the show. I tell him all the time. Um, but I I want to say your favorite fruit to brew with is is mango. Yes. But you also like pineapple. I do. And then Jordan, like 
I, if I'm remembering correctly, like Jordan found this dessert, like pineapple mango crisp online. He's like, this would be awesome to make. And it all kind of happened like, you know, within five minutes of, of a chat. And it, it turned out to be one of the best, I think the best pastry dance jams that we've made. Like, I, I think it's amazing. Yeah. I'm looking at, I didn't grab that in my quick stash run. I'm, um, I'm I, jealous. I'm trying to think of what my favorite one is. And I don't want to say it's Sans Jams because it feels so self serving. But I really just legitimately think it may be my favorite one. There's no although, judgment there. That's, there's although, no judgment like, that's a very good one. We haven't gotten oh. to it yet, but Plum Diddlyumptious was amazing too. That's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the next one. I mean, by Untapped, which you know, like all the world's finest opinions uh, live and reside on. It's the only ones that matter. Um, yeah. It matters a little, but um, Sans Jams is the high, the second highest ranked um, dance jams that we've ever done um, behind Gummy Worm, which is like almost cheating. So I would say, you know, by that standard, it could be one of our best dance jams or the best, depending on your perspective. It's high up there, man. I'll tell you what. So I, I'm like a very like sweet candy driven person. So I, I love the gummy from, I remember the first time I tasted Jordan's like test batch in the crowler. And I like my, I know my eyes popped open. I'm like, this is it, man. And so that was, that was great. Um, but that plum, man, that, that, this is, that, that's something new and something special. Like it just blends so well, and it's just I, along the way it was hard for me to see it. I was tasting off the fermenter. I'm like, okay, I I can see this, but once it was carbonated and served, and the plum diddly umptious is it's it's incredible. So plum diddly umptious, I cannot even say it. Must be yeah. hammered off dance jams or uh, <laughs> sands jams, excuse me. Um, but it is the first jammiest of jams which uh, is what Jordan wants to call a kind of our like revved up version of the dance jams. Imperial so dance jams. The standard dance jams. Yeah. The, the standard ones sit at Stop four and a half. Stop touching the microphone. The jams are. <laughs> I was, he was doing you. so good. Yeah. Thank you for yelling at me. I was scratching myself. Um, Whoa. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, nowhere weird. I swear. Um, <laughs> anyway, so um, the jamiest of jams sits at 9%, or that's the plan for all of them. So it's, you know, definitely a lot stronger. Definitely uh, a good place to, to start for a podcast on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the, the dangerous part of me recording these at home now, I don't feel like I have any obligation to stay sober during them. <laughs> <laughs> have you found that to improve or uh, degrade the quality? I don't know. I'll let the, oh, yeah. you know, Just I mean, we, I guess like the uh, subscriber count keeps going up. So I guess maybe, so either people are laughing at me or they're enjoying it. One of the two, but I, I don't care. I'll yeah. take either one. I think it's mainly because I keep sharing your episodes into uh, the Maryland Beer Drinkers Club, that's, the other greatest place on earth. That's actually and 100% I, of what I attribute all of my success to. Yeah, and I, I'm just um, helping you gain followers if you wouldn't believe. <laughs> so in, in Plum Diddly, they got me, um, or the mockery up in the corner. This one's two. This one has a million layers. Um, it has a box of CDs. I won't totally well, dive into this story, but someone might have left a box of CDs at the brewery, and there might have been like a whole lot of drama about it. 
Um, and I'm just going to leave that one alone for now. But I'd it's probably me forever. Oh, now, now I f- that's I, one we're not probably going to explore very much publicly. I feel like that needs to be explained further. Absolutely not. I think this, probably not. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'll put yeah. this out there too. I think maybe we also glossed over some of the details in the other ones, and maybe, or maybe not. And maybe that's just for us to know and you guys to wonder what actually happened. <laughs> Someone that I've been an associate with before might have left a box of CDs at a certain 5604 York Road, and it and it resulted in a bunch of drama. And they're still down in my basement. I actually I could go get them right now. <laughs> I, I won't. Um, hey, well, we we glossed over something else too. Meaning we skipped completely. We I feel like we have to call out Ryan Cooper real quick on the on the uh the nerds or the geeks version but he didn't yeah we, did. yeah, he we didn't, forgot blue raspberry yeah oh yeah. i thought you were just going in a weird order like doing one geeks and then that other geeks but well i, I just want to make sure we call him out because uh so he was the the general manager that we opened with and he was a personal friend from a long time and it was his idea to do this beer for the longest time i don't know that it was necessarily a sour but it was brew a beer based or inspired around this candy. And uh, we were just like, okay, okay, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. And uh, it just never happened until it finally happened. And uh, so he's, he's the guy looking, he's in the upper left-hand corner looking at his watch because he's been asking almost weekly since day one of our opening and we finally did it. So he got his cameo and label there. Man, the candy Dan has never looked so good as uh, <laughs> talking. Um, Chris is pouring a uh, blue raspberry geeks into his exclusive win only candy dance jams glass. That somehow one, the, my, my four pack had a coin in it. <laughs> somehow magically. Yeah. Chris got one. I, Chris, against, don't worry. We're don't, don't, don't go into it yet. Against all I odds. My list of grievances <laughs> or, would not have grievances are we are is this festivus like what do- <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely where i was going with it <laughs> but no it's a list of things that chris sands gets to take credit for we can't have feats of strength though from distance versions <laughs> pick up the heaviest thing in your background um yeah, so in Plum Diddley, they got me in a in a Purple Rain um, Prince t-shirt. Oh, yeah. Which, yeah, so I may or may not have. R.I.P. This one of my favorite ones. Yeah, I may or may not have watched Purple Rain like twice um, the week that Prince died. I don't think and I've ever seen Purple Rain. It's a terrible but awesome movie. Like, if you like Prince's music and you like live music, it's pretty cool, but just from a story and like acting it's it's not great but it's got plenty of live music it's got more stay in the mother in effing time as you should know <laughs> the greatest band that it has ever played isn't that what they isn't that what jay says yeah and and to roll into another kevin smith story have you ever seen the story of him talking about the prince documentary that he made i've not Look, look at look i think it's on youtube and if it's not i'll i'll let you borrow the um the dvd where he tells the story because it's just absolutely hilarious the like how he was hired to go make this 
documentary and like all the stories about the documentary and it ends the story ends with him talking to prince's person like hey when will this air and they're like oh it's not going to he's like what do you <laughs> like what do you mean he's like uh, he does this all the time there's all kinds of documentaries that have made that no one's ever going to see <laughs> oh <laughs> Well, one day this will come out and it'll be pretty cool. Yeah. Wait, is this going to air? I don't. We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> we got to prove ourselves. But, I mean, but yeah, I, I may have, I I'm, may have made my wife watch. I'm Purple pretty Rain. sure it's recording. <laughs> yeah, I may have made my, I may or may not have made my wife watch Purple Rain, and then we and we me. Watched, like he, no, no, no. I was say earlier in the week. Okay. And then we came, back. we came back after an event in Market Tavern in Sykesville, and Nick and his wife Lindsay, because um, we only marry people named Lindsay. Um, is, that, is that a family rule? Hard rule. Hard, <laughs> hard rule. Um, it, I I put it on again, and I may have had too much to drink at the event. Did you cry? Huh? Did you cry? Uh, purple rain? No, absolutely uh. not. I smiled. I wouldn't say absolutely. <laughs> Steelers illusion. Uh, I guess I can't rule anything out, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Probably cried the next day. <laughs> Steelers are losing ten to nine. That's that's worthy of tears of joy. There. No opposite. <laughs> it's early. It's got to be first quarter. Anyway, let, let's not live tweet the uh, the Steelers game. So I I think we made it through all of the mockery of the of those labels, did we not? So uh, yes, we on, did. Let's move on to a very special list that I've I've written up a couple weeks ago, and you're gonna have to help me, Chris, because um, lately, like Chris and I, during this this quarantine, we've been talking too much, and so. A lot of people give me ideas like you would not believe like everybody I talk to is like my my wife. My wife not mocks me every time. She's like, who are you talking to? Dan. Okay. There's some she makes some kind of snide comment about uh, you being my boyfriend or some other. You you know, you should not have drank the plum first. Um, (laughs) Well, I'll say this. You're going to really look forward to Dan's yams some point down the road. (laughs) Uh, um yeah so anyway i i receive a lot of a not anonymous but i just hey here's a here's a candy you should use here's a thing that you should do and and they just never stop coming but i do have a spreadsheet and i do add most of them some of them are just completely terrible and i'll probably tell them that i added them what's what's the worst idea you've been given for a dance dance good question Pineapple and mango. <laughs> <laughs> Cinnamon vanilla. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, I, I can't remember. They, they just they come in all the time. I, I don't know. I have to pull up my sheet. Probably just something that's not sweet at all. I, I don't know. But um, so list of things. So the point is, is like I'll tell you something, and you're like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm the one that told you that, or I'm the one that told you, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know if you say so, Chris. So, so I'm trying to start from the top, but I will say Chris was the first person that told me that Dan's jams was a really big deal. Like he, he was just like, no, I'm telling you that this was, I think it was before worms. 
or like right at that time when the hype was building. Yeah. You, you were just like, dude, I'm telling you it's a big deal. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Because the whole basis of it is that I don't get it. Um, so like, I, I don't see it. But Chris was like, I'm telling you, this is going to be your thing. You guys are about to pop off with this, you, you know, full tilts on the rise. And I'm, you know, it's really nice for someone to say something nice to you, but I just don't understand. So I'm just like, oh, okay. And um, then, you know, we had the gummy worms thing happen and it kind of popped off. And he's like, see, I told you. Like, you know, it's building, like you really have something. And I'm like, I don't know, I guess maybe we do. And you're like, you should make some dance jams glassware. And I'm just kind of like, ah, yeah, <laughs> there I am. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I guess. And I remember I shared it with um, Nick and Jordan. And, um, and I know Jordan really likes glassware, um, not as much as Chris, probably. I don't but- like glassware. <laughs> not at all. It's like accumulating all of it. <laughs> I, oh, I bought an awesome one today with uh, Einstein on it. Some woman in Washington, um, the state, that uh, made a glass, and I have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but you send Chris a beer, and you can you can bet that he has the most perfect glassware for that exact beer. Like I was telling him the other day, like I remember I sent him boom shakalaka and he had a space jams glass. And this is before, like I knew about Chris's glassware obsession. Like, wow, that's really crazy that he had that. But now he just, I realize he has everything. (laughs) Much to my wife's chagrin. (laughs) That's right. So, all right. So you get credit for thinking of the glassware, which I'm really Um, glad that I suggested to you, not only because I think the glass is awesome. Do you have any of these left or they all sold out? Well, it sold out almost immediately and people were pissed off that they couldn't get any. So yet I see what you're getting at. Yes, it was a great idea. Well, no, (laughs) that that actually wasn't what I was getting at. It was more of like telling, like urging people that they should check them out and buy them. But sorry, you can't. Um, But Uh, no, we just got a fresh fresh batch in, right, Nick? Oh, okay. Oh yeah, we got we got plenty now, so we're good to go. Um, Just not deep so much. But uh, the Sands Jams was born from my suggestion of the glassware, because I remember you telling me that you went back and you were telling Nick and Jordan that I said about me suggesting about the glassware. And that's when Jordan came up with the idea of making sands jams. That sounds right. But this is why we need you around to remind me what you get credit for, because I don't remember anything. Well, I think that was in an email. Was that, this is how you remind me. (laughs) (laughs) What what I really am. (laughs) Every, everything goes back to Nickelback with Dan. <laughs> next, next thing Dan's gonna be whooping out photographs and telling us how he was a rock star or some shit. You know what? You know what? I, I, for, I completely forgot. This is incredible. What a stroke of luck that you guys bring this back on. Okay. <laughs> I completely forgot the whole point of of some of this Nickelback crap. I remember. Very distinctly, it reminds you one Nicholas, one Nicholas Fertig, um, yeah. in the top right hand corner of my screen. He he was back from the Navy. He came visited me in Arlington, 
And he was telling me that he was excited to go to a Nickelback concert. <laughs> and this is when, so this would have been when I remember when I lived at McDan, so it was like 08 or 09, and they were already starting to be not cool. Like, and, and, and played out. They were well and into I, their way of being a joke. Yeah. And I just remember looking at Nick and being like, really? And he's just like, yeah, they're pretty good. Like, they're hard. You rock harder in concert. And I'm just like, oh, I think so, man. That, that was not a quote. That was barely a paraphrase. And, and you, know what, you know what the funny thing is about is as you grow up, you realize the mistakes you've made and become a better person based on these mistakes. So, Nick, how hard do they rock in concerts? <laughs> so hard. So hard. <laughs> I, you know i would have forgotten all of this if you guys didn't come back and i would have been so mad so i'm, I'm so good with it because the previous joke was was worth it i think so wait what what's the what is the most embarrassing concert you've ever been to oh is that a blanket me and dan uh, yeah each one of you have to answer I but probably that I, I don't typically put myself in a situation where I'd want to go see an embarrassing concert. It's got to be that. It's got to be Nickelback. I saw Hollywood Undead a while back, which they played with uh, Event Sevenfold, and man, they were they were just freaking awful. They were one of these rock like metal rap like uh experiments that didn't that died off pretty quickly thank goodness yeah but like there's different there's a difference between it being an awful concert and an embarrassing one like more of like a concert you went to that people are going to mock you for going to yeah, nickelback never, is a good example of <laughs> yeah nickelback is the answer anyway <laughs> if anything that you're saying is true um but my mine has to be um, I went with my best concert friend. Nick is up there. He's in my top two. Oh, top two or three best <laughs> concert friends. But my best concert friend is uh, one Tom Renischewski, and we did go see um, Coldplay, just the two of us, at the uh, Capital One Center, nice. formerly Verizon Center. Um, it was was not bad, but a lot of people like to make fun of us. I, re- I remember back when <laughs> was a thing back way way whenever that was ago, and I I remember because they had three stages. They had the main stage, some side stage, some local stage. A band called Cold was playing at the time, and the stadium emptied out when Coldplay was playing at the same time as Cold. The stadium emptied out from Coldplay. Everybody's hey, whatever. Well, that's another story. I bet Coldplay has won a Grammy, though. Oh, definitely. They're probably also rich. So, like, well, they, I mean, they are definitely they're rich. They're watching our little show if they were even catching they, they've, they've won three Grammys. So, I don't, I, I don't know. I know they, I know Coldplay gets kind of mocked, but I, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't make fun of someone for going to a Coldplay concert. I think it was the fact that it was just me and another man, and like oh, you know, and the whole it. yeah, it was like a date concert. Those, uh, what 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 movie was that from? Um, well, we're not going to exactly quote it. Well, yeah, I'm not going to quote it because forty year old version. Oh yeah, oh. that's what it was from. But what I, what, I, what I can guarantee is that a Dan's Jams in the future is going to have a Coldplay T shirt. That's for sure. I'm good. You with can that. take that to the bank. Yeah. <laughs> whoever whoever says they don't like Coldplay, fix you is a liar. I would say um, mine is Evanef- Evanescence. Apparently, they're coming out with new music now. She's like raised a family and all this stuff, and she's coming back out. She does have an incredible voice. It was. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I enjoyed the concert. It was amazing. I love her voice. So I like Evanescence. It seems clear. Our, our mutual uncle, Uncle Matt, 
I don't think he's like big into music, but he he loves two bands that I know of: one Evanescence and two Beck. <laughs> and three weird Al Yankovic. Oh yeah, that's right. That's, that's true. <laughs> well, that also <laughs> that was my my wife's uh, well, the the guy who wrote the lyrics for the Candy Dan. Um, he said he wants to be the weird Al of beer songs. Okay. <laughs> I like that. So, I like that. so if we ever need to make another song, I know we can go back to that. Well, sounds well, kind of like we have to. Yeah, to yeah, make I mean, his dreams come true. Hopefully, I don't have to sing it. Um, <laughs> we can find somebody else. I mean, that's what yeah. the world wants, Dan. There, I, think that, has, I think that it has like almost six thousand views on Facebook, and then another four or so, three to four thousand on Instagram. And that's no accident. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the what's the best concert you've ever been to who again who are you asking be both uh, of you take your time I'll go, I, um ooh. so I, I my first concert experience was all was at the time the best thing i've ever experienced and also it ended terribly it was summer sanitarium tour metallica um it was metallica system of a down power man 5000 kid rock corn and I, it was my first concert. I didn't know that there's this thing called an encore. So when the, the headliner stops playing, you don't leave. You stick around <laughs> anymore. It was July 4th. And uh, I, I remember, all right, there, Metallica's done playing, getting out into one of my buddy's mom's car. And the fireworks started going off in the stadium when we're, like, getting into a car. And now, the, of course, the mother was like, no, get in the car. We got to go. That was while it was a, it was an incredible introduction to concerts it was also it ended very poorly yeah dan um i was i was trying to think about it um i think like the most pleasantly surprised i ever was and it was because it was at the 930 club and it was so small like was when i saw um silver sun pickups for the first time like i just remember being like yeah okay i'll go and I just thought they rocked my face off. Like it was just, it was awesome. And they're a three man band. And I, I mean, I'm not the world's biggest Silver Sun fan, but I like them. I've never um, even heard of them before. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I haven't. Oh my God. Well, a- anyway, um, but then like it, it would be like I, I would um, be remiss to not say that, <laughs> that's a uh, big word. I know. I barely know how to use it. Probably not at all. Um, you, you got it right. If if I didn't say Pearl Jam at Wrigley, where uh, me and McDan, Nick and I's uh, mutual first cousin, um, we went out, we flew out to Chicago, and uh, we got to stand in left field of Wrigley Field and watch Pearl Jam. And, I feel like it's another uh, hum- humble brag moment. It was. That was yeah. that wasn't very humble at yeah. all. Yeah, that actually it's just straight brag. Not aggressive. <laughs> I mean, I paid a lot of money. I paid a lot of money to do it. So I mean, you all could have too. So the first concert I ever went to was Chicago. Um, but the city or the band or both? The band in okay. Pittsburgh. I went to Chicago in Pittsburgh. Okay. Um, but the second concert I ever went to was Pink Floyd. Oh, which okay. which was absolutely amazing. Did, were you uh, enhanced? No, I wasn't. I was like, <laughs> I probably was fourteen at the time. The question still stands, I yeah. guess. <laughs> no, I had I had not been introduced into that world yet, <laughs> okay. or or ever. And or- I was like thirty rows back, center stage. It was absolutely amazing. 
if we're talking about like old school, old school bands, I one of the most disappointing concerts I saw was about two years ago. I saw Hall and Oates up in um, Pennsylvania, one Pittsburgh, closer to Philly, and it was just. I mean, they they they've aged, and they kept taking these breaks, and I kept thought I kept thinking it was the encore, but they never played Adult Education, which is their song, and they never played it the entire time. I don't know if there's a license thing now, but that was that was kind of upsetting. The um. <clears throat> I, the absolute most disappointing for me was the freaking Rolling Rock Town Fair. Did you, did you ever hear of those concerts? No. So I think they only had three of them. And I went to the first one. And it was when Rolling Rock was still brewed in Latrobe. And they had it at um, the fairgrounds of whatever county uh, Latrobe's in. And they, um, they made this big deal about like, not parking at the fairgrounds had all these satellite lots and they wanted you to park there and bus to the concert. So I did that and I ended up like, I think two hours late into the concert. What? <clears throat> and so the headliner was red hot chili peppers, but I really wanted to go to see our lady peace. Cause I loved our lady yeah. peace. I would see them right now. Like, and, yeah. And so I'm walking in, they were, just finishing up their set when I finally got there. <laughs> it was it was roughly a million degrees out, yeah. and on the, at the main stage, which was the horse track, they had put down fresh mulch and sprayed it with water. It was one of the most repulsive smells I've ever experienced <laughs> in my life. I started to gag, and I just we left. I was so pissed off. Wow. wow. Because you miss Our Lady Peace. Basically, yeah. I like. <laughs> I was so mad. I walked halfway. I walked out like two songs into Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. That's that's funny. So I think we. I think I've made it through everything that you deserve credit for. Um, but I probably left some off. So feel free to dive in. I already um, forgot what the I list we went What I don't was. think that we've talked about at all is. Um, it's really the Candy Dan video. Like we, we didn't haven't. talk that much about it. Do we want to play it? We can play it. Yeah, I, th I guess you should. We need to put that in there. Yeah. Oh, I just have to click it. Who can take a gummy? Oops. I'll re-enable the microphone. Sour in the kettle with the nerd or two. The Candy Dan. The Candy Dan can. The Candy Dan can cause he bruises You guys can unmute yourselves if you want. Jams taste good. Who can take a sour nectar of the gods? When it hits your tongue, all the world applauds. The Candy Dan. The Candy Dan can. The Candy Dan can, cause he bruises airs with love and makes his jams taste good. The Candy Dan makes every beer he brews quaffable and delicious. All day long my mouth just swishes with my grown-up craft beer wishes. I'm so bummed. I thought I could unmute you guys so we could do like the director's cut of it, but... It's uh Welcome my friends. Welcome to my brewery. Would you come forward please? I brought you all out so here to tell you about, you about my golden, about my ticket, golden contest. ticket contest. We'll be randomly hiding golden coins 
under four packs of our Candy Dance Jams releases. I'm not gonna lie, I botched that a little bit. I well, I could unmute myself, but then I had to run and get a charger. I'm oh, down to okay. 5% on the laptop. I mean, I'm just, I cringe the entire time we watch this video. Oh yeah. You probably couldn't hear me, but my favorite part of the whole thing, I think, is how on tempo we start. It sounds so good. It's just, man, it's just, <laughs> I can't even lie. My singing? Yeah. Oh yeah, the singing with the 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 music. It's oh, it's perfect. It's, it's angelic. Oh god. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. So it's funny. Like we were Dan and I were in it, right? And I didn't. It took me like three or four watches until I saw all the little like cameos in there and all the intricacies. It's there, I, I guarantee you, there's people out there watch it a couple times, haven't seen it all, including Dan's can break, uh, cane break which was not planned. Someone did point that out, though. Yeah, they did, which was impressive. Uh, yeah, it's a real shame, too, because it was a nice cane. I, I still have it out. I, it I, want it. I have I mean, some I have some Gorilla good Glue uh, wood glue. We can fix that up for you. Yeah. I, I Drill some holes, put a dial rod in there, fix it right All right, up. maybe I should give it to Chris. Uh, <laughs> if I want it done right, I'll give it to Chris. Otherwise, let me do it, and I'll do a terrible job. And hit it. <laughs> hit it with uh electrical tape i think wait <laughs> what wasn't the like, was the video my idea i feel like the video was my idea too yeah yeah i was gonna go there I, okay. I like to always go from the top and then i talk forever but i want to say the queen of maryland beer drinkers herself irene hepler um and her many admirers within that uh ridiculous group she said something to me one time like well as long as you like keep wonking beers like you guys will do just fine and she was a huge fan. Well, she is a huge fan of the Ange Dams, and she was a huge fan of the the Gummy Worm. So really, she was like just encouraging us. And I just love Willy Wonka anyway because the movie's awesome. So I kept like dropping jokes about Jordan being Wonka, and he doesn't like being made fun of. So it has to be me. Oh, we um, must have forgot to invite him tonight, huh? Did we forget? Or did he forget <laughs> to show up? I think it's he one got of the invited like three separate times. <laughs> right. Three separate people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't like to be in a limelight. So, yeah, so we kept talking about the Wonka stuff. And then um, back when we were, what on earth? Oh, yeah, we were, um, Jordan and I were hanging out and playing with Boxes of Nerds. And I said something like there should be a golden ticket. And I want to say he came up with this like golden ticket glassware. And then like, of course, like Chris was all about that because it's glassware. I don't and know then, what you mean. And then from there, Chris like came up with like pretty much all of the ideas of the video, like to include like, Hey, you should walk out of the brewery and do like the somersault roll, like that Gene Wilder does. And I mean, he thought of everything and, uh including what was it a relative of yours writing a lyric my my wife's cousin's husband okay i'll but never that remember that That's <laughs> it's not important his name's jim mcmanus jim mcmanus he did a great job writing the candy Dan so Dan. i went i went to um new york once to see one he's a playwright uh a fairly like a very good playwright now he writes tv shows he's out in la he um writing a show for uh 
I can't remember what channel now. Too many dance jams. Um, <laughs> but he, we, we went to go see one of his plays. Uh, it was running on, it was running off Broadway and they're, they're fairly, um, profane. There's like just a lot of swearing in them. And I think they may have even given a warning. Oh no, no. His mother-in-law warned us beforehand <laughs> that, <laughs> that if we, if we were offended by bad language, we shouldn't go. Um, but there was the people behind us was an old woman and her daughter. And I just heard her go, if it's bothering you that much, just get up and leave. (laughs) It was pretty funny. Seriously though. (laughs) Well, yeah, Jim did a great job writing that. And, um, and really it only exists because of, of Chris. Um, not only did, you know, you and Graham film filmed it, which was amazing. And you, um and used actual skill but um <laughs> but you thought of most of it too so hats off to the uncapped uh podcast that was absolutely incredible it was so uh, much fun though that was a fun fun day i had a terrible time i know <laughs> and you can tell it from every senior in it's <laughs> i would I, I was definitely nervous from looking like a complete jackass all day but i, I not doing. even a little bit i would say the most impressive part of the entire video is nick popping up from under a pile of nerds with an a glass of beer in his hand without spilling any so my favorite part of the whole scene that whole scene was i had forgotten that mateo was laying down pretty seductively behind me so it was like on the third view of that i saw mateo i was like oh man there he is i forgot about (laughs) The whole thing was just fun and hilarious and ridiculous. It was mm-hmm. all. And I, I feel like um, I'm real. I'm really proud plow- proud of Scooter's scene of the Scooter was wonderful in finding that golden token. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I told him. I told him he even like you know for a pot it doesn't work, but like he grabbed the coin and then he yeah we like, took a bite out of it. Yeah, he bit the coin like to see if it, like the gold was real. And like, I didn't notice, I didn't watch him do that uh, live when you guys were filming it. And I saw that when I saw the video and I was like, oh my God. Yeah, that's that's, that's another scene though, where like you, you probably don't even notice Mateo in the background hiding behind a painting, which literally only covers his face. Yeah. But <laughs> unless you're looking for it, you don't see it. As well as him uh, holding a water cooler, which uh, Candy Dan gets some water out of. Like, you have to find these things. It's, it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. We're all about the Easter eggs and the <clears throat> shaming of my entire life, and <laughs> you know. But I, I yeah. feel like um, I feel like people have enjoyed the video. There's, I haven't seen any mean comments yet, so that's always nice. No, absolutely, no one has <laughs> said like you guys suck. Like this video sucks. I um, one of my now, buddies. Now there will be one. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm kind of getting there. My, my one buddy that did live in Chicago, we would go stay at his place um, when we would go to see the Pearl Jam. He, he just messaged me like, so apparently singing and dancing now is a thing that you do. And I was just like, <laughs> not I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was That's like, <laughs> I know. I was like, I mean, it, it's our business. It's our livelihood. And it's hilarious. So Steelers just us, scored to take the lead. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'll, 
congrats <laughs> i was like look i'll do it i'll do anything for content if it's you know it helps the business and uh i don't know what else to say i was impressed by your forward role or uh, tumble or whatever the official name yeah. for that move is yeah that uh, thank you um that was the least embarrassing thing that i did the entire day so, <laughs> and and my rear end was sore much like uh bruised would you say yeah I didn't check this time, but my peach did seem bruised for about five to six days because we did that roll like four or five times because I I wasn't rolling like straight into Graham and Graham was like a little too close. I'll Um, be honest, it got better each time. It did. It improved. Um, There were some problems that arose that we didn't completely think through with the video like when we told you to just pop up to read the line because you were nervous about reading, like saying your lines after performing your stunts, um, you pop up wearing the hat, even though it was in your hand in the previous scene. To... <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, you could have just been really fast with putting the hat on. That's probably what actually happened. I think that's yeah. Like, yeah. We might not win any so cans with this performance, but <laughs> I don't know. Um, Jim is petitioning for a Tony. I don't know that you can get one for that type of. Tell him to send it in. <laughs> might put him over the edge. If they were like, we're kind of wondering, this might do it. Although I think what you should do, there's that. Um, it's like craft beer marketing awards or something like that. Duclaw won it, like won something from it this past year for um, their unicorn farts thing. You definitely should enter that competition with the video well you're gonna have to find that for us but after that absolutely why not lose my dignity a little further further <laughs> distributing that that video well because it like there's a whole encompassing campaign around the whole release of the beer you did the video you did the the instagram and facebook giveaway of the glassware you did the the silver coin silver all right gold gold gold. i'm an idiot gold coin we're not rookies here (laughs) (laughs) go straight for the gold even though it might be wooden tokens spray painted with gold that we really we really did never explain that though that like we have like these little like golden tokens that there's a there's a picture Oh no! Actually, no. That doesn't explain the tokens either. And yeah, people it goes figured under it the out. Four pack holder. <laughs> and if you, yeah, when you buy your uh, candy dance jams in our releases, we like randomly place some under people's four packs when we're packaging. And so, if you're lucky enough to crack crack your beer out of the four pack holder, and you get a gold, you know, a gold coin. It says uh, dan- it has a dance jams logo. It says redeem in the tap room. You hit us up and we'll figure out how to get you your prize. We'll get you your prize. We'll get you some free beer to take with you. No, we'll you support. don't give away beer. Yeah, yeah well, we don't actually no give beer. away beer. Yeah. But no, we, give them, we give them a, a nice prize. Yeah. Theoretically. They, yeah, so uh, don't necessarily um, attribute that to the next two dance jams because they, they probably won't be the candy version. But the four coming out for Halloween will be all four candy versions, and all of the candy versions will have these golden tokens. What um, can you say what the next release is? We don't need to go too forward into the future, but what what's the next version of Dan's Jams? I, Dan, I think we're comfortable saying it. Yeah, I have a, um, I have a document 
because I forget this too often. Well, I'll say it's, it's strawberry, banana, kiwi is one version, the smoothie mm-hmm. based, and then a rainbow sherbet based, which I'm personally very excited for because I don't vanilla and chocolate's pretty good, but I lean towards the sherbets myself. I'm a little bit of sweeter edge. See, I always thought of sherbets being less sweet than chocolate. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. We <laughs> both seem very unsure of our opinions here. I don't. I don't, I don't Never know. Mind. Strike that. Stri- strike that. I I have no opinion. Um, and then editor, um, remove so, that from this conversation. <laughs> our, our Halloween, our Halloween candy jams, the 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 quad release. Um, we're planning. I guess if we can't if we can't plan it right i'll just leave it at that um sour patch kids skittles <clears throat> pink yellow starburst and swedish fish so that will that be a combo or is there going to be is it going to be like geeks where there's two different ones like a lot of yellow? discussion, lot okay. of discussion. <laughs> no it's going to be four different ones and you should buy all four if you want he's, he's talking about the pink yellow like the thing yeah specific. oh that was going to be a mix but we might yeah, that that depends on a lot of things. Yeah, basically our, our sources and our inspirations. Mm-hmm. I don't why I don't understand why they even make yellow Starburst. You know, Lindsay said the same thing. The, oh, Dan and Jordan, I feel like came in hot with the pink and yellow. I'm okay with all of the colors because I like I generally just crush sweet candy. I just like all of them, except for um, uh, runts, banana runts, no good. Besides that, I can eat pretty much any candy. Can't think of what those yesterday days. told me. She was like, "Why, why yellow Starburst? Nobody likes those." So. Well, I agree, but if yellow was mixed with the pink, so you you're basically at like a strawberry lemon, and then like that's interesting, right? Like lemon on its own. So I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, and I'm not even like I don't even like candy. That's the most ironic part of the candy dance. That's why it's perfect. Candy Dan doesn't even like candy. <laughs> he just has a, a candy factory because he's self-loathing. <laughs> and loves to drink sours. Yeah, loves them. Can you can you sing about how you like to make your jams taste good? I like how you sing good. Uh, I should. <laughs> Someone pull up the lyrics. I just have I to sing. It, it's still on my desk and it like just haunts me. <laughs> like I, I haven't cleared it off and it just sits there under my keyboard and I just look at it and shake my head. I wonder <laughs> how hard it is to submit a song to iTunes. Uh, you you want to submit this on iTunes? Yeah. yeah. I want to make Don't the candy tan available on iTunes. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> or like, uh, could be yours for free actually i guess i could just upload it as a podcast and it's readily available you put it on um <laughs> god <laughs> or uh then it's just available spotify. everywhere what do the kids listen to spotify i'm on spotify i think i'm on spotify but you probably are who can take a gummy? There it is. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm done. I'm it done. Takes you back. No, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. No, I will. I will dive in because we'll break news and spill tea, and then other people can't do it. I'll sing just in the name of it. In the name of this, Semecta Cooler Two, Sour in the Kettle with the Nerd or Two. So Ecto Cooler. Let's talk about that one because no other brewery could do that because we're gonna do it right. 
I mean, breweries in Pittsburgh might have done it. I mean, yeah, the, I don't think anyone came out with a beer named Lacto Cooler. <laughs> so that hasn't been done. Jordan wants it. It's probably already exists. Jordan wants to call it Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters? Yeah, even though it really won't be a ghost, which is we're going to have to argue that point with him. <laughs> but yeah, we we want to make something in in honor of the ghost or he wants to do it in honor of the ghostbusters movie i wanted to just have it come out in october because ghostbusters says halloween to me but there's there's one point that we've also discussed behind the scenes that kind of refutes that a little bit and honestly i think helps us because it's it's not gonna be out in time for halloween but the new ghostbusters movie got pushed back because of covid till next year so i think that we can time it better with that but it, it's happening regardless there are only 24 beers named Ghostbusters on untapped <laughs> someone tell that so someone tell that to jordan i don't yeah. know it doesn't matter we, we'll call it what we want there's, there's no nothing, original ideas left yeah i would say there's nothing wrong with doing a goza inserted into the dan's jam series especially if dan has a problem with it we're gonna do it <laughs> the whole thing yeah but jordan <laughs> is jordan gonna solve it because <laughs> if he doesn't salt it, then right, you're a liar. That's the uh, true. <laughs> Not arguing with that. That's an off-camera discussion. But you're you're <laughs> Jordan should have tuned in so we could have uh, chimed in on this thing. Oh, this I'm sure. He, I'm sure he's listening. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he even responded to our message. No, <laughs> he's going go. He's going ghost the rest of the night. Don't worry. He's going gozo the rest of the night. <laughs> the goza. <laughs> Yeah, he but, hasn't. He, he hasn't even looked at it. <laughs> yeah, there's ways you can look at it without looking at it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I didn't know like, that. Yeah, the, you you definitely can. Like I I just I looked at yours, but I haven't looked at yours. So what are we talking about? His message. Oh, what are you talking about, Nick? Not sure. Being in, <laughs> you know, I think Nickelback. <laughs> Um, but anyway, we have some, uh, um, some fun ideas with that one. Like, I think, I think that one is going to seriously take the cake. If we do everything that like we hope to do, like, I think that one's going to blow the doors off of sour gummy and all these candy jams that we're about to do. Like, I think that one's going to make people's like heads explode. I ordered some glassware that'll probably work really well with it. I have, I have no doubt. <laughs> you can have all of the full tilt, whatever we're calling it. Um, I know, think there needs to be there needs to be another special um, Sands Jams release with Sands Jams glassware. Oh, <laughs> what's Nick say? <laughs> I I think this is a very biased opinion. Maybe <laughs> I can't rule it out either. Like, I mean, I. I mean, I look good on glassware. I mean, let me see you do that live. Do what live? Yeah. Make my hand turn on fire and shoot yeah. a yeah. Yeah, shoot yeah, a hop yeah. out of it. Yeah. <laughs> that, for the people listening, that I was just I was showing the glassware from the Super Hype Bros 2.0 release. Which has got like something that resembles Street Fighters. Very much as it resembles Street Fighters, and you Probably, can, yeah. and you can tell that Philip Pilgrim did the artwork because I have a skunk beard. 
he, I, I like how he caricaturizes people and like yeah. that's your thing. You got that stripe down the middle. Yeah. Which I noticed when I was shaving this morning, it's starting to happen to my beard. I mean, my mustache too, like but only in the middle. So I'm going to have a stripe that goes up the center of my beard, down my mu- my mustache. That's, that's, hey, that's strong. Yeah I, like- <laughs> yeah, I think it's going straight down the chest next. <laughs> Heads up. <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> I remember like so the the first um the first one he did I don't know if I have any easily to get to I do right behind me The first one he did was um of me was Super Hype Bros 1.0 and that one was when um Tony the owner of um Saints Row was Luigi was Mario and I was Luigi, so I got the glassware. <laughs> I got the glassware. I'm all excited about it because I think it's awesome that I'm on glassware. Yeah. And I, I bring it home. I show it to my family. My oldest daughter looks at it and she's like, "Oh, why are you Luigi?" And, oh. and and then my wife looks at it and she goes, "Oh man, that's cold. Like, what are you talking about?" She's like, "Your beard, like." All right, fine. No one else here is impressed by anything. <laughs> uh, I, I think, I think that that's just the the American life is getting mocked by your family. Yeah, and like you're you're the dad, so like you get mocked to no end. Like that's that's just what happened. It's also the theme of dance jams, which which brings mockery. us mockery. Yeah, the mockery. The, the, the satire is is that's what keeps us going through all the shit that's going out there. Let's make fun of each other and, and love each other at the same time. Right. <laughs> Was that too deep for you, Dan? <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Mock, mock Dan. Don't, you know, don't get upset about any, you know, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm not talking just, about most. No, I'm saying just mock me. Just mocking Dan. Yeah. Don't hate one another. Hate me. <laughs> Focus on. All of your negative energy and mockery to Dan. That's yeah. right. Yeah, I can take it. It's, you know. That should almost be, be another uh, Cobra Kai dojo. Yeah. <laughs> Just focusing on your mockery on Dan. Mm-hmm. I thought about signing my five-year-old old up for jujitsu. You got inspired by Cobra Kai. And she's insane. Um, oh, so okay. I like. I feel like she would end up like she would be the perfect Cobra Kai yeah. disciple. So directly to Cobra Kai, there's no other like. What do you mean? Wait, I didn't. You're not you're not going for any alternate uh, like a dojos, just straight Cobra Kai. Yeah. Right? Oh, I mean that like that's where she falls in line with. She's <laughs> yeah. legitimately nuts. She's she's decided that she's a cheetah, and her name is Uma now. Okay. And she has introduced herself to people as Uma. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and she decided she's a cheetah because she was built for speed. I respect that. <laughs> Is she fast? Yeah, she's pretty she's actually pretty fast. Okay. Well good. <laughs> um Do we have anything else to cover? Probably. I think I get distracted by this whole Cobra Kai thing. Because you know what else I'm in tune to right now, big time, is The Boys. Have you guys seen that? I haven't watched that, no. Oh, my goodness. 
Is it good? It's incredible. So I recommended to you the other day, Cobra Kai, I will say this. If you dive into The Boys at All on Amazon, don't watch it with your kids around. It's the most graphic thing you will ever, ever see. Ever. I'll I'll give a little spoiler because it's not that much of a spoiler. In the middle of the first season of The Boys... I'm watching this by my by myself. Lindsay's not a part of this because I, I know she's gonna hate it. <laughs> the one the one like sea driven like Aquaman version in this thing is trying to like rescue a dolphin, gets in an accident. The dolphin flies through the winds, windshield, explodes on the road, and gets Jeez. run over by another truck. <laughs> and this is literally the moment. My, my wife's on the phone talking to her sister. It's literally the first moment she's seen this show. She sits down. And she looks up and she was like, what the F was that? And (laughs) that was the first and only time she's ever seen this show. And it's, it's, it's basically superheroes if they were actual people with actual problems and it Hmm. gets pretty weird. Hey, wait, real quick. Let's take one more quick sponsor break. um, And then we can wrap things up. Sounds good. I will be right back. Uncapped is brought to you with support from McClintock Distilling, Maryland's first and only organic certified distillery. They are well known for their award-winning gin and are rapidly growing a name for themselves for their matchstick bourbon and bootjack rye whiskey that have both won double gold at international spirits competitions. You can visit them in historic downtown Frederick along Carroll Creek for tours and tastings. Go to McClintockDistilling.com for more information. All right, what, um, what were we talking about? Uh, the boys or something like that. Yeah, um, the Steelers are now winning sixteen to ten. If you're I saw keeping that. track, there's plenty of game left. There's almost two halves or two quarters left. I don't know if I can stay up that late now that I'm this drunk. <laughs> You've been sipping on that same bluish greenish beer for a little while, though. I have. I, I'm gonna follow. I'm gonna end it up with uh, Royal. Right. Actually, I think you should tell the story of Royale. Jeez. There wasn't much of a story. It's just like all, Pulp Fiction is one of the greatest films of all time. We we wanted to make a Pilsner beer. We're like, all right, let's theme it off this. Let's make a corn lager. Dan can dive into that a little bit more. And so we made a freaking corn lager based off a badass movie. And it, there it is. It's, we think it came out extremely smooth and awesome. And we're pumped about it. I think it turned out great. We were um, This is what we were drinking during the canning of uh, Sands Jams. It was awesome. Yeah, I forget how long that beer's been lagering because I'm like, what is he talking about? Sans jammed. Because I was drinking that during the can of Geeks. It was like two months. <laughs> yeah. Two months out there. It was sitting there forever. I, like yeah. he said that, and I'm like, what is Chris talking about? Yeah. Um, but it it was hilarious. Like Jordan, so like Paul Fiction's awesome. I, I I mean, everyone loves Paul Paul Fiction as as long as you don't mind uh, vulgarity. Um, like the people sitting behind you at that in that play, but <laughs> there he is. Sam, uh, I'll I'll live. Uh, I'll give the the play by play. Chris is uh, pouring a Royale with cheese straight into his original Super Hype Bros glass. <laughs> a little a little pour by a little pour. It's it's beautiful looking. And I can see Sansa's skunk beard right front and center. <laughs> <laughs> this glass is not beer clean, though. I would be mocked for that if I took a photo. Yeah, we're, we're not worried about that. But 
but yeah, I, I remember Jordan telling me about this. We were, we're like, okay, he wants to make a corn lager. Like I like having light lager at the bar. Like we're a tap room. So like you need to have drinkable stuff. And, um, and he tells me we're going to call it Royale with cheese. And, and I'm like, okay. Um, <laughs> explain, explain that to me. And he goes, well, you know, it's American, like a Big Mac. And, you know, like, so. Because the metric system. <laughs> yeah. No, no, wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, it's American, like the Big Mac. And, and I'm like, you're talking about Pulp Fiction. It's, it's the Cork Pounder. <laughs> because, like, it's not the Big Mac. <laughs> it's still McDonald's. But, like, the whole point is, is like, Jordan's explaining it to me, and he's, he's talking about the wrong cheeseburger. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I'm like, I get it. But then you're explaining how, what the burger is in France, and where does France play into this? Well, everyone knows the French are known for their corn lockers. <laughs> oh, is that, is that it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think Jordan had too much to drink while he was thinking of this. But, I, I mean, like, you know, my screen doesn't focus like Chris's, but it also doesn't blur like Chris's either. <laughs> it's a consistent, like, mediocre. But, like, yeah, see, look. Look how long, like, for the people All not the on podcast. Like, now it's beautiful. Yeah, like Chris like records in like 4K, but it takes him forever to focus. Or like mine just always like a straight mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but I mean, like you have Hops the Cat as um, John Travolta, and then you have uh, Gruff the Goat as Samuel L. Jackson, as drawn by one Philip Pilgrim um, at Art Nail on Instagram, and holding. Um, Ears of corn instead of guns, because we don't promote violence. We promote feeding the hungry with corn, non-GMO, of course. And <laughs> and um, it it's just hilarious. Like, and it it, it kind of looks like a the pulp uh, the pulp fiction movie poster, and it's just uh, it makes you laugh, and it makes you want to drink ten of them. There so, is a um, there's a funnier die video with Samuel L. Jackson. Funnier Die is still a thing. I haven't, I haven't seen anything by them it, in a long it, time. It may be a really old video. I didn't see when yeah. it was done. And if I click on it, it'll start playing. So I don't want to click on it. Um, but it's called Samuel. Everything is Samuel L. Jackson's fault. And it's hilarious. Like It's just all these people coming up to him saying that they love this movie. And then blame like their kid like something that their kid has done because they watched that movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It's so I feel like you have to tag that link somehow in this video because now we're all wondering what this is, even is. But just, man, just Google everything is Samuel L. Jackson's fault. All right. Don't fine. put the work on me. Do, all right, well, do something for yourself. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you ever seen the videos? Um, I think they're from the YouTube channel Screen Rant, and they're called Pitch Meetings. No, I, I just pick a movie that you like and then tack pitch meeting on to the end of it. There's probably one for it and they are absolutely hilarious. Is it a mockery? Or yes. Is 100% cool? making fun okay. of it. So it's like the, the, 
it's the same guy who plays both roles, but it's um, a writer pitching a meeting to a producer. And it's usually just like pointing out the absurdity of the plot lines of movies. So he'll say something happens, then the producer will be like, well, why, why would you do that? And then... So I, all right, so the first thing that comes to mind, my favorite movie of all time, Shawshank Redemption. Does it have a Shawshank Redemption version of that? I feel like it has to, right? I have not watched one. Now Now I think you found well, one. Have you seen Shawshank Redemption? I actually haven't watched Shawshank Redemption. You got it. Oh, God. <laughs> man. Like, I... What what just happened? This went south real quick. I I don't even like it as much as Nick does. Like I, I think Nick likes it a little too much. But so that's like if you're looking through the channels, before, like not that you do that anymore. But like if you're to the point where you're like scrolling through and it's on, you watch it no matter what portion of the movie it's on. You just watch it. Yeah, it's, a, it's it. on the level of of Pulp Fiction. Like it's that. It's that same era. Uh, so wait, we'll take a we'll take a take a quick break from mocking me from it. But there <laughs> there is there is a part on that Samuel L. Jackson video about Shawshank Redemption because oh, the, 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 well, the woman's like, and my son's in prison because she, he watched Shawshank Redemption, and Samuel L. Jackson's like, that wasn't even me. That was Morgan, <laughs> Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. <laughs> oh man, I didn't know that. That's that. That was not a purposeful segue. That was. That's hilarious. But so like every time um, there's a sequel movie, um, like the, uh, the they'll say something and they're like, and because money happened and then they'll go on to. Right. So I, I highly recommend watching pitch meetings because they're hilarious. Well, that's why, you know, Shawshank was good because they didn't feel like they needed to do a sequel. That's probably what it was. It's the one um, yeah. movie that. that did you guys know that Shawshank was written by Stephen King? I did not know that. I thought it was Green Mile. Are you? <laughs> I could have been wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think you're talking about Green Mile, which is also an amazing movie. I've I've uh, seen the Green Mile. That was a good movie. Put, put, Shaw, or put the Shawshank script up in the corner of the next dance jams. If, if I'm wrong. <laughs> so, so Nick, is there? Wait, what an idiot Dan is. <laughs> so, I honestly don't know, but I think I think the script. Yes, story by Stephen King, redeemed. Redeemed. Well, then who wrote, who wrote Green Mile? Stephen King. Oh, both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Man, that dude's just up there in Maine, just writing like a fool. <laughs> yeah. I still haven't seen the new It too. I saw the oh, first don't, one. Don't it's awful. It is horrible. Really? It is so bad. In terms of just like, stupid. Very, there's like no there's no story. The it uh, gets just that that's sexy here. You keep okay. waiting for something to happen and there gotcha. and it doesn't. <laughs> okay. Uh that stinks. So don't don't wait. Just Well, this is a big downer. Like how do we come back from this? Um I watched we Mulan. We make Candy Dan Can too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there there are like three or four more verses of the song that we can have Jim write. So uh, uh, each each one we could really just <laughs> continue them so that like when we're done, if you edit all the videos together, you have the full song. I mean, I feel like we all need to hear more of Dan singing. I mean, that's what uh, the, I mean, obviously the world needs that. <laughs> well, I know that that's not true. But, 
but I also know deep in my heart that we will make another video at some point. <laughs> how um how much alcohol did that singing require? Oh um, man, it, probably more than what was consumed. We need we did, we all needed more, including him. Wait, um, you're talking about to for enjoy the sing, the for the singing, or are you talking about for me to sing? The all singing. <laughs> I was telling my wife that like I had a couple of drinks to to not be nervous and feel like an idiot um, <laughs> in a Willy Wonka costume out on York Road. On York Road, yeah, yeah. While people like sat and wait for a bus, and I'm sitting there in a purple. And can I just point out suit. how amazing it sounded, even though we were standing along a busy road? You guys did wonderful with your voice capture. It, it was very nice. It came the quality, voice quality was impeccable. Yeah, you you can't tell, but which makes me seem like even like less of an actor because it's I mean, like it wasn't cringy or awkward at all. Don't worry, not a single time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I watched I watched it back, and I'm just like. I'm not like during um, when I'm announcing the contest, like I don't smile like at all, which like I know like I can be accused of being like too serious and um, and You'd not be a liking lot cuter certain if kinds you of beers more. and and um, and having to have an entire beer series named after me being a, um, a stick in the mud. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I guess I needed you, one of you guys to be like, yo, dude, chill out and um, and just smile. Like, who cares? But it doesn't matter. Uh, Jordan probably loves it. He just you wanted know, to be like the Dan. So, you know what? One of my, one of my favorite. Who, who loved it? I don't know. Some guy that. Some guy that came up with all the ideas and wasn't there for the filming of the video. And then is not here for this interview tonight. Like, how? What? what's going on there? I don't know. And he still hasn't <laughs> replied to us. I said, I told him he could still join. I mean, we're going to drag this out until we, we're at a, a min, one hour and 58 minutes now. We're, we're, a, we're in a hunger strike. We're, yeah, we're going to outlast him not joining us. He did reply a couple months ago and said he was grocery shopping. So I'm not sure. <laughs> that's like, that's worse than like, uh, I'm washing my hair. Yeah. I'm sorry, my refrigerator <laughs> magnets needed to be rearranged. I've been putting it off for too long. Oh, God. <laughs> Jordan. Can we get Jordan. Western Coast to call in before Jordan? I, oh. I, I guarantee you, if I sent a text message with a link, he would be on in a second. <laughs> There's no doubt in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we don't have enough hours to go into that. <laughs> we drink nineteen ninety six by Hysteria Brewing Company. Oh, uh, the Giants are in the red zone. Um, at this point, I just kind of want to shoot for the longest episode. We're not that far away. I'm in. I mean, I got nowhere to go. Well. What we could talk we, about. We got we a ton to talk about, man. Like, yeah, I, I mean, we could talk about more things that Chris Sands deserves credit for. We yeah, could let's talk do, about. Let's go with that. Or we could talk about <laughs> like what else, what the next dance jam should be, and then yeah. you could take credit for them. <laughs> well, I've already so, gi- I've already given you like all my good ideas. 
I, I wrote them all down. If if you want, I'll recite my, them. My favorite one is the strawberry pretzel jello. That's that's happening. For two, you said it, but I will say this, and I I have to look back through history of texts and. Emails. Sans was first. <laughs> I can't guarantee that because I can, I can, I cannot because <laughs> I might not have passed it along in her defense the first time she said it. But my wife right. has also passed along that same exact idea, which I think is an incredible idea. It's the, the strawberry pretzel lemonade pie or pizza or whatever everybody calls it something different there's different ways to do it well it shouldn't be lemon in it it's strawberry pretzel and cream cream cheese well see that's where we differ i think there's a couple different versions of like what that dessert is yeah i'm sure there's variations of it that would be a really good sans jams i don't know people are saying so many many people are saying many, 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 people, many people are saying that I'm trying to I'm looking through like this this ridiculous list um I have a better dan better dance jams is in there yeah that's a, that's an extreme callback well I remember Ooh, that's, the, that's pretty good well yeah. I I said that to um I said that Bradley. to to um no what well, yeah, I was saying it to Bradley, and then Bradley. like Jordan. <laughs> I'm so happy you called him Bradley. Like, there's this ongoing thing. His name's Brettley, but some people can't uh-huh. get his name right. It's it's amazing. It, it's it, like the 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 um the Bradley, the Brettley. The, like they, but they can't spell it right. They can't say it right. That's perfect. So, I I was I said he's also the better Dan. Yeah. I, I can't remember if I was saying it to him or directly to Jordan saying that the, Oh no, I asked Jordan if, if he was going to make a better dance jams and he thought I was just asking him if he was going to make them better. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I think for a, like a split second, he was like pissed off at me like that. I was implying that they weren't good enough. And hey, I was why, like, why don't you just do better, man? Yeah. Like, why don't you just make them better? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's pretty good. Like that—that that could almost been the jammiest title. But what was in fun with that? Yeah. We'll, we'll do something with that. Yeah, there was the pretzel salad. That was definitely on there. But oh my god, you sent- I, the label idea is—it should be Dan on the raft without a shirt, just six pack and completely ripped. And that can well, be the is, better Dan. Better Dan, like in real oh, life. better Dan. <laughs> yeah, the, the bigger more red more strong version of Dan. yeah the better better dan's jams label <laughs> should have just dan like lesser dan <laughs> with, with, without a shirt but like just completely ripped i don't think i even referred to him as lesser dan like that that's a that's a that's a mean dig <laughs> i am Bradley's pretty awesome, so I'm, I'm not even mad. Um, yeah, let's do all that. Lock yeah, we, we got better dance jams, and then I, I don't know. I, we'll hit all these. But, yeah. So, but I got to I gotta jump off this, apparently, as, as it turns out. So, I don't, I don't think we're going to break the record. Oh. You didn't even break Eno's time. Uh-oh. Are you serious? Well, it doesn't matter. I gotta go. You're being back. It's back, in. it's back to school night in the um, 
in the Century High School District. And uh, apparently I'm in trouble, so. <laughs> <laughs> Love the COVID life. All right. Oh, I guess I'll get to go watch the, Ste- the rest of the Steeler game then. Um, it's probably going to suck for you. Wait. Jordan just said he can join in now. No, he didn't. You're not serious at all. <laughs> That's never right. going to happen. We need to hack his phone for that to happen. <laughs> yeah, we got to team in with Leo on this one. We got to we gotta sniper her in somehow. We'll make it happen. <laughs> that should just send the link to her. Yep. Yeah, that actually would have been really easy. Actually, like next time, this is going to happen. Well, I mean, you guys could do it right now and then just cut me off and then just like periscope Jordan. Won't be weird at all. Uh, it's probably hours. Let's make it happen next time. It's probably best that I just stop now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We could, we'll, we'll do, I think. The next time there's a big release, we do a live stream, like I told you. And then that one, we could just bore people live how about, for several how about hours. The Halloween candy jams. Yeah. We'll have, a, we'll have a Halloween party. Everyone shows up in costume. Yep. Maybe you get a mic that you don't have to yeah, worry you can about. Up with, uh, Kevin Smith. I mean, yeah. It'll take a lot of work. I, I have I have one of his jerseys upstairs. <laughs> Kevin Kevin Smith once retweeted a photo of me dressed as him. It's amazing. <laughs> no, yeah, I saw that. It was awesome. Yeah, I'm in for that or like whatever whatever else we come up for. But like I, I can't wait. And um, you just need to drop more episodes, Chris. So I don't know if I need to just start strong arming people into recording episodes with you. Because I got I'm, a lot of grass to cut, and I need to listen to some stuff. Well, so the, the problem. Well, I mean, you have two over two hours of content right now to listen to. <laughs> yeah, but I'll get it. I mean, if Candy Dance Jams is any indication, I'll get annoyed with myself really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen, thank yeah. you uh, for joining Cheers, me man. tonight. Thank you so much. Thank you for uh, making me a part of the fun. Um, I loved Sands Jams. I thoroughly enjoyed being a um a part behind the scenes of uh Meet the Candy Dan, which is destined to win some sort of award. Even if don't I don't forget, have... don't forget to send me like the link for all that stuff. We, oh, we'll, we'll send it in. Shame myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, thank you everyone for watching and listening. Cheers. The Uncapped Podcast is produced by Graham Cullen and me, Chris Sands. Be sure to like us on Facebook, and if you've enjoyed these podcasts, please leave us a review on Google Play or the iTunes Store. A special thanks to Double Motorcycle for providing our theme music. Thanks for listening. Oh my god, that's good.